Would we also say light holds no sway? Art surprises us in darkness when we love, listen, and allow by Bethany Beeler. Here's a quote from David Price. You have to allow yourself to be an artist. You have to allow yourself to open to experience reality. We spend so much time resisting reality that if we're going to create art, we have to gently open the door to ourselves in the spirit of appreciation and acceptance. It's astonishing what can come from just loving, listening, and allowing. David Price. This is an in-between time, a marriage of culture, i.e. the capricious time we choose to end the calendar year, and of cosmos. The darkness has had its say, now time for the light to grow. Perhaps the year's end isn't random or impetuous. Maybe in the closing of accounts, collecting of tax documents, and glancing over our shoulder at the year that was, we're trying to tell ourselves that darkness holds no sway. But would we also say light holds no sway? When I was younger, I brooded about the darkness, starving for a spring to shed a beam of light, a scent of warmth. I feared and shunned darkness like I reacted to my brother Blaine's adoration of the doors. All that doom and gloom of the Lizard King. Ah, but the music and lyrics were so effing good. Now that I'm older, I crave the darker, colder, wrapped in secrets tilt of the planet away from the sun. Just like I can't help but love everything and anything the doors did. When I was a child, it felt like a humiliation, a giving in to what I thought were my brother's perverse musical proclivities. Now it feels like, look what I was missing. I'm damn glad I gave in at seven years of age, baby. Now, I haven't given in to darkness. Rather, I've adjusted my eyes and heart. Unlike the light needing, nay, demanding to show everything, darkness helps me unwrap little parcels randomly dropped in the nooks of my heart. When the light shines, it's time to make hay, people. And I once did my own share of that in spades. I still do lots of haymaking, but in my own time. And I find that the tiniest parcels in my dark, cozy heart rooms 
blossom into acres of grain, waving in the night breeze under the moon. You see, in bleak midwinter's frost-bitten stubble lie seeds. Spring will come in its own time and offer emergence from burrows of dark and seep, light and aroma, moths and snowflakes. This year, in the solstice time of encroaching darkness, I furiously feared in my heart for our world. I seriously looked into expatting it to some other place that wasn't wooing fascism. I adore England and Wales, yet they have the same problems slash different names. Where to run but deeper into who I am? I'm trans. That's one part of who I am. I'm a writer. Another part. A baker. A patient access representative. A wife. A parent. A grandparent. Oh, and a hatchet thrower. I let those fears gallop over my December without tamping them down or numbing them. Fear opens doors in my heart and parcels I never guessed were there. Every night can be Yule. The fears galloped away. I am who I am right here in Colorado. I don't need mountains to climb on another shore. Dang, the ones here are beyond majestic, beyond fear, beyond delight. Every day they stand there and woo me. Thus, my expat aspirations found purchase in planning for the trip to Wales my son will take me on this spring. Good son, that man. There, in May, I'll have the chance to bring a few parcels into the light to see what the Welsh sun does to them. At the close of this work week, I took Persephone path first steps away from fear. Mind you, all first steps are in darkness. I'd asked my supervisor if I could observe one of our providers in surgery. I talk every day with patients. I'm not qualified to give clinical answers to their questions. But to their fears and uncertainties, well, I can bring a human voice to share with them. Uncertainties are lived in flesh and bone. It was time I took a literal journey into the darkness of blood vessels, fascia, and muscle to see what parcels operating room lighting might reveal that I could take back with me. And that operating room lighting revealed a delightfully unexpected parcel of peace. I stood for four hours by our surgeon, 
watching the dance of surgical lights, forceps, gloved fingers, and vocal exchange between nurses, NPs, doctors, and beeping, trilling machines. It was mesmerizing and fascinating, eliciting from me wow after wow. I said to the surgeon, a person for whom I schedule clinic appointments by the hundreds, Doctor, you're an artist. The surgical NP quipped while grasping a retractor in one hand and adjusting a shunt with the other. Now, now, we don't need to inflate his ego. My surgeon said, uh, It's all art on the inside that never gets seen as if apologizing for what he does. I smiled under my surgical-grade face mask. All art is on the inside, doctor, I said. Words, paint, dance steps, and more are the telepathy for communicating it. Hmm, my doctor said, probably wondering how this stupid bitch got into his operating room. And he continued with his artistry. The next time I see him, though, I'll tell him this. You have a telepathy, too, doctor. It's called health. And though it's hidden in the dark places where your expertise and instruments take you on a daily basis, you reveal it in the doing. We all reveal it in the doing. Happy Solstice and New Year, one and all. Love, Bethany.